0: This is Pod Populi, podcast for the people.
1: Well, good morning, Breakfast at the Broker, every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. And, you know, it's uh, Thanksgiving week, so uh, wishing everyone a happy Thanksgiving and we have a lot to be grateful for, and 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 we are certainly fortunate. So, um, and you're fortunate for uh, viewing a or listening to Breakfast with the Broker because we have a really great guest. You ready? And now, by way of Boca Raton, Florida, she is the CEO of Met America Physical and Occupational Therapy Chiropractic Center. She's a proud member of the Get Elevated Network Group. She's a Founder and podcaster of The Connector, which asks questions of business leaders, innovative thinkers, and unique personalities. Stand up and make some noise, and be prepared to live, laugh, and love. Area eleven. <laughs> see that's why i have my espresso i love it i love
0: it oh good morning that was the best i feel like i should walk in with the like you know everything's going Uh, i think
1: i think you need like uh like a boxing ring yeah to walk it yeah that's how i feel like it like bring out
0: like where's the rocky music like let's go i'm ready i'm ready
1: well thank you very much for joining us and you know uh, we do a lot of, um, you know, real estate shows and bring on real estate guests. But, you know, when we bring on business leaders um, like yourself, um, it's very important to understand, you know, how, what makes a successful business leader? Mm-hmm. What, do think, uh, what do you think makes, a, you know, maybe traits or things that, um, you know, that have, you've lived in your life, um, in your, um, your young life? Um, and, and you've been very successful in, in, in the, uh, Palm Beach County and Broward County markets.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things I would say, so I've had my business for 10 years and I started it when I was 22, um, and managing people, um, at 22 and they're older than you and they're like, am I really mm-hmm. going to take her seriously? Right. Like she doesn't really know what she's doing. And I'm not a doctor, I'm not a physical therapist, but I own my pr- own practice. So also that they're like, well, you're not a doctor, you're not a physical therapist and I have my degree and why should I be listening to you again? Right? Like it's Mm -hmm. that whole thing. And so it's commanding, um, you know, um, respect from your, from your employees. And, um, one of the things that I've noticed is also is just a lot of empathy and understanding of where they're coming from and then also appreciating your staff and everybody wants to feel appreciated. Sure. Sure. It doesn't matter where you work, what you do, whatever it is, it's as long as you feel appreciated. You could be making ten dollars and do the best work ever and feel so, so good about it. Or you could be making like thirty dollars an hour and not feel appreciated and then you're like, I'm I hate this job. It's not great right. for me. So I feel like appreciating your staff is really one of the keyest things to like so have a successful business. That's if awesome. you have staff. <laughs>
1: no, exactly. I mean, you know, and, and the funny thing is, is or you know. You know, every real estate agent and or broker, right, has a business. Mm -hmm. Um, They are their CEO of their business. It could be the CEO of one or it could be the CEO of many, right? Um, What is appreciation when you say appreciation of staff or what does that look like?
0: Yeah. So it's interesting because like like love languages, right? Love languages. (laughs) We have the five love languages. We're not going to get into physical language Uh, (laughs) in the workplace. We're not doing that one. But um, like gifts or words of affection or words of affirmation, um, I think are so important because most people are not told like you're doing a great job. I love what you're doing. This is amazing. Thank you so much for your hard work in my practice or, um, oh my gosh, you're doing like the best thing ever. You know, like appreciation or a handwritten note of some sort. Um, because a lot of people are like, I think I'm doing a good job. I I know I'm doing a job or whatever it is. Right. And they're just not being like that reinforcement of that. Right. Or like a gift. Like I love to give gifts to my staff. Also, like I give them massages or whatever it may be to go take some time to relax and like just take a moment for themselves because they're giving so much to the patients too. So it's nice to have that where they can go have some time to themselves.
1: So I'm going to make a a Seinfeld reference that you may or may not like, okay, okay, good. All right. (laughs) So you you don't want to do what, um, uh, I think it was Chandler's, uh, um, boss did. Right. So the boss uh, pat him on the butt. Wait, Chandler. That's friends. Uh, friends. I'm sorry. Friends reference. not Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. See, I got my friends Seinfeld stuff. (laughs) So, yeah. So, um, you know, Canada. it's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- when you look at, uh, you know, <laughs> when you look at how things have changed, right, mm-hmm. um, in the workplace and uh, working on appreciation and working on um, being as successful and, and coming in and, and such, you know, appreciation is so important in many ways, but they have to receive it. Like you said, you know, love language. They have to receive it the way you intended it.
0: That's very and,
1: true. and, you know, how do you get that across as, you know, as a business leader, you know, and someone coming in, especially when you're, you're talking about, you know, many of the, your staff might be 20, 30 years older um, than you that, you know, think, oh, I, I know best and I'm, I should be running this.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah how yeah. do you
1: work through those?
0: So um, we, I, I'm big on working as a team. I feel like everybody should feel heard and feel wanted and needed. And so um, I I take input. I value it. I say, okay, let's listen to what's going on. Why do you think that's valuable? Why do you think that's important to what we should be doing differently? Um, I'm open to trying it. You know, I want them to feel like they're part of the business and want them to feel invested in it. Because if they feel invested in it, they're going to do a better job and help grow the business itself. Agreed. So it's really important that everybody feels like they're making a contribution to something
1: i agree 100 so let's that, yeah
0: oh yeah Tell no no good no no no. no. Let, let,
1: let's talk about connector right because okay, the connector. um i love i, I love the name yeah. the connector right mm-hmm. um you know we're in network businesses um relationships building it all of it right yeah uh, on a daily basis we become uh, as real estate agents and in brokers Especially during COVID, we've yeah. become a you know, therapist, uh, not necessarily occupational and physical therapy, <laughs> but we've definitely become yeah. uh, you know, a, a therapist and a stabilization of people. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about The Connector okay. um, and what's the impetus for it and um, maybe what have you learned?
0: Okay. I I gave you like seven different questions. I love it. Okay, (laughs) where to start? (laughs) Do you got thirty minutes? Yeah, yeah, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the connector. So it started with, um, as in my business, we do a lot with um, like referrals, and I realized early on that advertising was just not efficient for me. It was like I was spending a lot of money and not getting any return on my investment. And I was like, okay, well, I don't have much money as a new business either to be spending this money. So let me go out and start connecting with people. And so I would literally go make connections, go to attorneys, doctors, do luncheons, make lunch meetings happen, like whatever it was, coffees. And I would start just talking to everybody and telling them like what we do and what's going on and how we can work together. And plus, like, I just enjoy like seeing if I can... Refer other people to other people to get them business because also in my business, sometimes I can't refer back. And I'm like, I don't want to be a one way thing. I think relationships are two ways. Very, that's my like, sure. Yeah. Really, that's how relationships are. And so I'm like, okay, well, then how can I get this person some business? And if I can't do it, maybe somebody else can. So then I would think in my database, okay, who do I have? And then i love, you know, putting them together and then seeing what happens. And most of the time, I would say like 90% of the time they would do business together and they would have like, oh, they'd be like, oh my gosh, we did so much business together. I'm like, this is so cool. (laughs) (laughs) This is amazing. And, um, and it was like, made me feel so good that like people were actually, you know, leveling up in their own businesses too, or making fun connections like friend connections and then i see them start hanging out on facebook and they're like before you know it they're going to each other's weddings and uh, like <laughs> it's a whole well, thing
1: you know it's it's funny because so it's so rewarding mm-hmm. to see someone successful because of you know a couple introductions or actions or things that have done. And, and, you know, as long as they're appreciative. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, we've all given referrals out to those that are not so appreciative Mm -hmm. and guess what, they don't get any more referrals because, you know, and and a simple thank you, um, a simple to say, you know what? Um, I hear you, I feel you, I see you. And I love that you gave me that referral and trusted me enough to be your advocate for whatever that might be. Right. Um, for your friend, family, whatever. And, um, I think we need more of that, more communication, yeah. um, and bringing it to like the forefront.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So,
1: you know, um, what have you learned in the connector? <laughs> I, I, how long have you been doing it? So,
0: the connector, here, so right? the connector, I actually have only had that podcast for a couple months. Okay. I've been podcasting for two years. My original podcast was called elevate love. And I um, interviewed couples that have beautiful, loving relationships. My parents have. Been Where'd you, for, you find those? Because <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah, a- Boca. <laughs> <laughs> yep,
1: I interviewed couples <laughs> <were> all over. <laughs> Smart. And In um, Ohio, they have loving. <laughs> you. No, <I'm> just- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah,
0: so I've interviewed couples that have. Um, so, anyways, beautiful loving relationships, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna um, show people that this does exist. That you don't have to talk bad about your spouse behind their back. That you can actually enjoy life and enjoy a relationship, and so i did that i interviewed over like 35 couples did that for a year and i really learned that appreciation comes from uh, just appreciating the other person for who they are and that's why the reason you love them that's why you fell in love with them that for what they were you didn't try to change them you weren't going into the relationship and like you know what i like you but we're gonna actually do this right we're gonna like make you to this direction of where where we want and that doesn't work.
1: You can't watch football anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it not, doesn't work. It's not going to work. You're not going to have a loving relationship. Right.
0: Yeah. And um, so when I really learned that and then I was like, and then it take, I took it more to business and really appreciating other people for what they do in business and how they do their business and having that respect. And so then I started the next podcast was called you've got connections. And I started interviewing business owners that have um, used their connections to build up their business And, um, then I was chit chatting more with Brian Howie, who is the producer and the owner of Pod Populi. And he was like, no, 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 no. You have to help these people (laughs) build up their businesses too. You need to own it and you need to become the connector. And like, so he's like, you're going to own this podcast. And that's when he was like, take ownership. And I was like, you're right. (laughs) It's time. It's time to step up my game. And yeah.
1: So, um, what does your show look like? And, um, you know, or sound like. Um, and who are, wh- what are your guests?
0: Yeah. So I interview, um, business owners or people that do like making other connections with other people or, um, that can educate. I, I'm all about, um, empowering business owners, especially women. Mm-hmm. And that's where, um, elevate, um, sorry, get, le- get elevated came to birth. Um, so as an entrepreneur, we don't just have one business and, it's like in our blood right
1: and, and, and i i'll tell you what if someone says side hustle one more time i hate that word like yeah. i hate it you know what i mean like uh, not like yeah, like people no. are like oh i no you you're an entrepreneur you have many businesses yeah. just like you said like you know a lot of times people like kind of transition to that, well my side hustle is this what? my side hustle is that i'm like no you know what it's like if it's
0: it's a hobby yeah, exactly
1: <laughs> and so and the funny thing is like uh, like when someone comes and interviews, um, I interview real estate agents to be part of um, our operation. And if they say, I want to hang my license. They're done. Like I don't care how long they've been in business, because hanging is temporary. Just like side hustles, temporary, mm-hmm. right? We need permanent. Like you said, you need many, many businesses. Sorry, I didn't mean. That no, right. I, I went think on a total I, I think
0: it's such a good point. No, no, no. I love that because, like, look at all the multi-millionaires, billionaires, business owners. Right? Do they just have one business that's bringing them revenue? No. They have, they have their hands like um, the Shark Tank people. Oh my gosh, I'm just totally drawing a blank. Cuban on Mark thank you. Cuban, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you got my back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got you, <laughs> Mark Cuban.
0: Look at him, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Corcoran has like many businesses. They all are have their hands in different pots, and that is what it is to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, you're not an entrepreneur if you have your hands in one pot. And I don't by my definition. Is it that's my definition?
1: Is an entrepreneur mindset born, or is it? No. Can it be learned?
0: It's totally, that's another really good question. I think it's <laughs> learned yeah. because, um, I remember when I was, um, like we were going into, so I it must've been in like eighth, seventh or eighth grade or whatever. My brother's two years older than me. And, uh, my mom was asking us like, Oh, what do you want to be like when you grow up and whatever? And I was like, all I can tell you is I just want a corporate job. I want to sit. I want to go <laughs> do my nine to five and get out of the office and leave. And my brother's goes, yeah,
1: that's exactly um, what you're doing, right? Totally. Totally. <laughs>
0: hundred percent. And my brother goes, um, no, I actually want to be an entrepreneur. And I was like, what's an entrepreneur. I don't, I've never heard of that before. And he tells me, and I'm like, that sounds terrible. I'm out. Nope. <laughs> no, no, thank you. And, um, and then I go through school, go through college and didn't really know what I was going to do when I got out of college. But, um, I always say God has a bigger picture for us than we have for ourselves and um yeah I ended up becoming an entrepreneur at 22 like when I was graduating college it was and I've never looked back and I can't imagine myself ever working for corporate or doing anything of that sort
1: yeah I'm not not good at working for other people as well um you know and I guess that's why a lot of people get into you know businesses and you know want to own their own business but you know I think let me ask you a question Mm -hmm. what's What do you think the biggest mistake that most entrepreneurs
0: make? Oh, biggest mistake that most entrepreneurs make. They don't, um, they don't really put out their offers enough. Yeah. They don't. And I think people get scared. And I think you want to become an entrepreneur, you do it. You're like, I'm going to get all my ducks in a row. I'm going to have all my publicity, you know, my marketing, my everything. And everybody's going to come. It will be good. Everything will happen as long as I have my perfect picture looking thing. And um, I don't think they put out enough offers and really hustle that way in that sense. When I say hustle, like, yeah, say to people, like, here's my offer. This is what I'm doing for you. This is how I'm going to help you and paint the picture. People want experiences they don't want, they, that's all they want is an experience. Right. They it's don't like, really care about the result. They just, sorry, secret, no, little no, secret's out. They don't. <laughs> no,
1: it, you know, it's one of our core beliefs. You know, I, I think it was uh, my Angelou that said, you know, uh, you, you, you might not always remember um, what I said, but you always remember how you made me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will tell you that that is a core belief that I live by because mm-hmm. life experiences, like you said, you know, look at, look at what the pandemic has done, right? Um, The pandemic has changed mindsets of people um, and where they're more inclined to go on an experience, either save their money or whatever it might be um, than to go buy that shiny nice car. Right. Um, You know, there are still people that, you know, believe in material things and whatnot. And we live in Boca, which, you know, is a material uh, haven. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I think it's important to make sure that you, you know, you said the right word, empathy. And in, in, in the beginning, like you got to be empathetic towards people and you got to love people. And, you know, even people that say that they don't love people, they still love people, right? Because you, you got to build relationships. You just- Connection,
0: you, I always say.
1: You got to love the right people, right?
0: Yes. And you need like food, water or whatever, right? Like shelter, what are the five <laughs> things, right, that you need- no, I say you need water and connection. That's it. Yep. Everything else comes after that. But if you have water and connection, your life will be fulfilled and and good. And if, like you said, mm-hmm. the right people. But you have to have that.
1: It. It, it's got you As know humans.
0: We really need that.
1: Yeah, we do. And um, you know, sometimes we don't always communicate that. Sometimes we let emotions, um, you know, get the best of us. You know, someone wronged you, someone righted you, whatever it might be. And we need to work work through that in order to be maybe a healthier relationship, maybe be more um, successful in our relationships. And this isn't just talking about love relationships, it's talking about friend relationships, Mm -hmm. colleague relationships, you know, entrepreneur relationships. So, um, you know, and I I also think that the biggest, one of the biggest mistakes that, you know, people make, like you mentioned, um, they want instant gratification. They believe. I was just going to say that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just going to say that, like, you might have this vision of what you really want it to be. And you have it all painted out and you're like, it's only gonna be this. Well, as an entrepreneur, it's not gonna happen that way. Right. You can have that vision, but you have to really be open to how it's gonna happen and let go of like the end result and just be like, okay, I'm just open to how it's gonna happen. Like for one, of my, one example in a way, like I decided I wanted to do more like MC events. I was like, this is really fun. Like I'm open to this. And so I just was like, I'm open to it. But however it happens, it will happen. I just wanna put that out there and say I'm now available for it. And sure enough, I started getting more speaking engagements. And so, sure enough, like people are like, hey, can you MC this event? I want you to host this event. Can you do, I'm like, what? I didn't even know, I didn't even think like I would be wanting to MC that event or do those things. Like I couldn't even think of it, but it was became available to me once I became available to it.
1: I, I love that, you know, it's like, <laughs> Putting out there what you you know in the uh, universe mm-hmm. you know what you want back right and um and it's funny because with social media mm-hmm. we have such a large reach right oh like like you know I can't tell you how many times people you know have come up to me and said hey um hey you're breakfast is the broker guy or you know hey you know I saw that you sold that property over there or hey I saw that your agent did this right and it's like like, how are you... Like, everyone's watching, right? Yeah. It's I, I equate it to, like, if you've seen the Truman Show, right? Like, everyone's watching what you're doing, how you're doing it, and you have to paint the picture. You know, even colleges. Like, my daughter, my um, oldest daughter, I have three girls, so my oldest daughter, my 17-year-old, is going to college or whatever like that, you know? And um, she's like, you know... I'm like, be very careful about your social media. And people, they watch it. The college, you know you got to the interviewers the people that are um you know going to um hire you yeah. are going to see what you're doing
0: exactly oh yeah you you put anything out it is public knowledge
1: mm-hmm. what do you think about tiktok
0: um i think it's a great platform if yep. you use it correctly yep. <laughs> um i don't have a tiktok but right. that's just because i'm not that techy <laughs> even though you don't have to be to right. be on tiktok but um yeah no tiktok is great i I believe that with social media, if anybody who has social media should not be should be making money, there's no reason you shouldn't be making money if you have social media.
1: Agreed. Agreed. And
0: that doesn't mean you have to become an influencer. It doesn't mean you have to do anything. But if you are like, I'm not happy in my current condition, then if you have an iPhone, go make money. There's right. many ways. You can Uber. You can do different things. But you have a device to help you create money for yourself and a different opportunity.
1: Yeah. The one regret that I, I mean, I got many regrets, but we'll go with one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Confession time. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah. Um, the is my kids came home with uh, an app called musically. Mm-hmm. And I remember like going, wow, this is really cool. I could really use this for real estate. And I embraced it a little bit, but I didn't go full board. And, and, and I guess that's, you know, maybe a lesson, um to us in the future is that like when you see something that is you know that that hits you mm-hmm. you got to gamble on yourself and go full board because had i done that obviously it became tiktok and then it became you know this uh, amazing platform and yeah. you know um my director of marketing savannah is right here and she's got forty seven thousand followers wow. on, on, on tiktok so she's uh you know she's a tiktok influencer i guess yeah you would call yeah it. Yeah, yeah so she's you know um you know, p- part of the younger crowd. Um, <laughs> She's using her powers for good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I think so anyway. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, you know, it, it's funny because I think in business wise, you really have to embrace things that hit you like mm. that, you know, keep, you got to be aware of your surroundings. You got to be observant and see sometimes things that hit you are things that you really need to embrace and gamble on, yeah. even if you have to change direction.
0: Yeah. And the fun thing is pivoting. Like mm-hmm. I've pivoted so many times and I've done it publicly and people are like, what are you doing next? What, again, you're doing something. I'm like, that's become like, what's what you do as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, you pivot, you pivot, you pivot. And I did, I love it, love. Then I pivoted to you've got connections down to the connector. I've, you know, whatever it is. Right. But as I pivoted, I figured out more and more what my niche is and what I'm doing and what feels right to me and what my purpose is to help other people and so yes i've done it publicly but yes i've loved doing it and this is what helps every you know everybody should do it you do commercial real estate you try it out okay great i don't like it whatever i'm going to do residential perfect i want to do rentals whatever it is but you got to try those different areas because if you're not trying them you're not going to love them
1: yep um you know it's uh it's you know it's an amazing um thought process, right. To have an entrepreneur's mindset and to really, you know, try and be successful, but you can't be, you can't, you know, obviously have success without, um, without failing. What's your biggest failure? Oh (laughs) Oh boy. Oh boy.
0: Um, I really, I, this is a fun question, but I, I hate to say this, but I don't really think I have failures, even though that's like a weird thing to say. The only reason I say, I don't think I have failures is because from those things that didn't work out so well, I've always pivoted from them and they've always taught me something. And if they didn't teach me something, yes, then they would be a failure. But because I learned something from it and was able to take that thing to the next thing that has actually really helped me, I can't say it's a failure. I have to say it's a pivot.
1: So so I have have another business for you, therapy. (laughs) That that was was a great answer because that is an entrepreneur's mindset, right? Um, Because you have to learn from your failures. I mean, there are things that, you know, that, you know, I, you know, I look back and I say, all right, well, I should have done this or that, but it led me to another decision that I may not have made mm-hmm. had I not had that, you know, hiccup or failure, if you want to call it.
0: So my friend of mine got me a, um, Yeti mug, like one of those mm-hmm. Yeti, like, oh, they're so good. I love my containers. Mm-hmm. And it says, um elevate love XO. That was my, one of my first, first like business things of this whole podcasting adventure. And, um, I posted it recently and sent it to her and I was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so, so much for like sending me this. I like love it every day. And she goes, I feel so bad because it's not your current business. And I said, no, not at all. Like, yes, because it's not in existence anymore and it doesn't, it's like, it was considered a failure But no, I was like, that was like my first born child. I'm not going to not love it and like appreciate it. Of course. Like that's, yeah. It just shows me how far I've come since then. And it feels so good.
1: That's awesome. (laughs) So um, I always end the uh, podcast with uh, two questions. Ooh. Okay, here we go. (laughs) What is your favorite uh, all-time streaming series? And what are you currently watching?
0: Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Watch it. Okay. Yes. Right, okay. okay. Cool. Guilty pleasure is yeah. reality television.
1: Guilty pleasure. What's that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
1: sounds <Yeah>. interesting. <laughs> it's
0: a guilty pleasure. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay.
1: Where uh, do we find this guilty pleasure? <laughs> oh,
0: Netflix and Bravo TV, which Got is it. really, really dangerous. Yeah. But um, yes, I have like Love is Blind, which is one of my favorite series. Oh, I and, actually saw that by the way. Yeah, I it's did. It's quite interesting because I love watching people and I love observing them. So that's why I love reality television, because I get to just like know their personality type, figure it out, analyze them and be like, oh, they made the decision because of this and this and this because of this type. And it, OK, you know, like and it's really fun for me. It's like a little puzzle.
1: So. But don't you find a lot of times though they're like I look at it and I, I just feel like it's staged or, you know, or, or the people are just so shallow. Like oh, yeah uh, like it's like I, I they're
0: all in their ego right it's so ego I mean you have to have a big ego ego to go on reality television right. pretty much I mean that's the why you're on there right and it's so fascinating to watch them as they use their ego instead of if they just actually use their like um energy and emotions and all this other stuff they would actually get a Brain. little bit further <laughs> Brain would be good, you know
1: like occasionally a logical thought process um and so love so what's your favorite Is Mm. you're going to go. I
0: don't know if I could say I have a favorite because I don't want them to all fight over it. Like once they hear this, they're going to be like, wait, I'm your favorite child. I'm your favorite child. But um, I do have a bunch of favorites. I mean, you know, I.
1: What are you currently watching?
0: Currently right now is Winter House. Um, I'm a little bit behind. So I'm catching up right now. What's that? It's on Bravo TV. It's about people going into a house in the winter and just literally getting drunk every single night. And all at my brain is like, what? They can drink every night and wake up without a hangover. What is this? Like, I, I can't figure it out. I'm just like really shocked on it. And so like, I'm addicted to it because I can't figure that out. I'm like, how can you drink that much every night and not have a hangover? (laughs) And you're like my age, this, what are you doing? What am I doing wrong? Is what I think I feel like I need to know because I I can't do that anymore.
1: That's funny. Yeah. So, so, uh, I I have not started Yellowstone, but I will start the new episode. I've heard that's season, really good. Yeah, um, it's phenomenal. I think it's 1883, which is mm-hmm. even better. Honestly, it's uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but uh, yeah. If I you.
0: watched, if I watched a, like a non-reality television show, I think I would watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
1: where can we find you?
0: Ooh, you can get connected with me at ariel.levitt. So it's A R I E L L E dot L E A V I T T on Instagram and definitely DM me, connect with me there. Um, also you can write into me at our, Ar- at, sorry, Ariel, the connector at gmail.com. Um, but I'm active on social media. So I say, stay there. You can listen to me on my podcast at the connector with Ariel Levitt. And I will connect with you there.
1: I can't thank you enough thank for, you for coming on. Oh my this is so, fun. This yes. is the best. Is I loved awesome. it. Well, I, I really appreciate you. And yeah. uh, um, talking about entrepreneur mindset, um, understanding success in business mm-hmm. and connecting, uh, with relationships, um, and understanding that they need to be received the way that you intended. And, uh, and, uh, uh and we got some reality TV show recommendations. As well, so. winter house. <laughs> I'll be talking to you about winter house. Uh, we'll, we'll. I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> Thank you very much. Breakfast with the broker every Tuesday morning at 9am. We will see you next week. Take care.